welcome to another episode of Dark and Spooky, a horror podcast with me, your host, the girl next door. Today's episode is going to feature stories from you, the listeners. So a shout out to you who sent these in. Um, and if you want a shout out yourself, send some stories in or some experiences and I'll read them out. Shall we get into them? In our previous house, we had a cellar. Now, before I go any further, I will let you know this cellar had a history and I was okay with it. A woman I actually knew fell down the stairs of the cellar and died. She was drunk. A few people had moved in and moved out since, but anyway, she was called Mrs. Barton, a dinner lady at my high school. I knew her son and daughter, Jamie and Becky. The cellar was dark, smelled like damp and was just not very nice, so I rarely went down there. I wasn't scared, it just was unpleasant. Me and Matty were sat eating space cakes one night when we got into telling stories of weird things that happened to us as teens. I said, imagine if Mrs Barton comes back to haunt us. Laughing it off, Matty started whistling and shouting, Mrs Barton, Mrs Barton, you can come out now. We laughed. I said, shut up. You idiot. He carried on. A slow creepy whistle he did this time. Only this time something whistled back. And from our open plan living room dining room we saw the cellar door slowly swing open. No noise. Nothing. Just a whisper and an open door. Coincidence? I don't think so. Oh, that's a bit of a creepy one. Shall we go on to another? Up the block from where we grew up were three news agents. Cecilia's Sweets, Russ's and Ernie's shop. Ernie had all the newspapers from all over and was more of a stationary pint and milk shop. The shop where your mum and dad grandparents were heard in the early late 90s. Matty always got on with Ernie. They had a bit of a banter between them even though Matty was 15, 16 and Ernie was in his 70s. One day, Matty walked home from Hyde, up the main road to Denton, where the news agents were. We lived just behind on the estate. He had seen Ernie and with a bag of newspapers, so Matty said, All right, Ernie, I thought you had paper boys doing this for you. Ernie didn't look, didn't speak. He just carried on walking down the road. Matty thought, Jesus, he doesn't look good. He went back to the butty shop where his then girlfriend worked. And he said, I've just seen Ernie. He doesn't look good. He's white as a ghost. Tell your mum to check on him after her shift. Hannah, Matty's ex, worked in a butty shop with her mum. Over here in the conversation, Hannah's mum emerged and said, You couldn't have seen Ernie. He died last week. Ooh, a bit of a ghost story there, wasn't it? Shall we have another one? Let's go. When I was a teen, I was so obsessed with Most Haunted, the TV show. So when my birthday came, I said to my mum and dad, I was desperate to spend a night in York in the Golden Fleece, which was featured on the programme. The inn, 
is said to be home to 15 spirits, so anything could be real in other words. When we got there and booked the rooms, we got St Catherine's room, which was a twin bed for me and my little brother, and mum and dad booked Lady Peggy's room down the hall. It was such an old building, everything was topsy-turvy, it was so uneven, it felt like you were drunk walking down the hallways. As we were shown the rooms, I smiled with excitement that I might see a ghost. It was thrilling. We entered St Catherine's room and sat on the bed looking around and there was this small Tudor style mirror on the wall, only about 10 inches wide and 12 inches long. As soon as I looked at the mirror, I saw a dark face in the reflection. Instantly, my blood ran cold and the hairs on my body stood up. I threw my face into my mum's chest and said, get me out, get me out, I'm too scared. Lo and behold, we all ended up sleeping in my mum and dad's bed that night, huddled together to scare stiff. The next morning, we went down to the bar where they served the breakfast. And at the back of the menu were all the previous sightings allegedly seen at the inn. In the room I was supposed to stay in, St Catherine's room, there was a sighting story of a Canadian airman who threw himself out the window after learning his wife had left him during the war. The description was exactly what I saw. A dark face, presuming he was African American. He wore old fashioned pilot flight goggles on his head. He lingered in depression. I said, that's him. That's who I saw. My dad, being a sceptic, said, no, Steph, you must have heard this previously. But there was nothing covered from those haunted. They focused more on the children downstairs and Lady Peckett, the mayor's wife who roamed the corridors. I saw a ghost and I've been scared to see one again. A freaky deaky one there. Both of them seen ghosts. Maybe they have a gift. Who knows? Here's the last one for you from this listener. So this one is the, the listener's just heard of. It's not a personal experience or anything like that. So here we go. Tuesday evening, me and my husband are home from work. The kids are fed and it's raining outside, so we decided to give the walk on the field behind the house a miss. The kids shouted, let's play hide and seek, please. The kids hide in the most obvious spots, so we thought it would be a better game if one of us parents hid and the other parent seeks with the kids helping. Hubby says, I'll hide first, so off he goes while we cover our eyes and count to ten. Ready or not, here we come. I saw him when I entered the living room and he was crouched behind the sofa. I could clearly see his elbow poking out. The kids went to seek behind the sofa and I smiled as I waited for them to squeal with excitement that they'd found their dad. Except they didn't. I was confused. I just saw him, I'm sure. I had a look and he wasn't there. Maybe it was a tag I saw or something else. Anyway, on to the game. All the usual spots under the shelving, in the garage, in the kitchen, behind the doors. He wasn't there. What the hell? I bet he's upstairs, but if he is, that's cheating. We sang as we walked up the stairs. 
One, two, we're coming for you. Giggling away, we saw a dad-shaped lump under the duvet in our room. We creeped up the bed and all grabbed the duvet, the hem of the duvet, and yanked it off. My heart sank. He wasn't there. Now I'm really confused. It must have been how it's been folded up, weirdly, as we didn't have time to make the bed this morning. But it did look like a fetal position shape. Okay, he's good at hiding, I'll give him that. Tom, I called out. Where are you now? The kids have given up. I was about to call again when I noticed the lock on the basement was unlocked. Aha, uh -huh, I thought, got you now. My heart is hammering in my chest because I'm going to find him. Half because I hate the basement and I knew he was in there. He was going to jump scare me. I swung the door open, but he wasn't there. The damp smells rising from the bottom. I flicked the light on and nearly said, Tom, you there? No answer. Give up now, it's dangerous down there. I was about to close the door and something just caught my eye. The tips of four fingers from the beneath the gaps on the stairs. I creeped down, avoiding standing on the fingers. Got to the bottom and whirled around. Aha, got you. Haha, <laughs> my smile disappeared though. Because I couldn't see him. It was complete black darkness. Fear arose. This wasn't funny, Tom. The ceiling only half lit the basement and then the other half was blackness. And it all of a sudden got very quiet. I could hear breathing amongst the storage boxes and darkness. I trampled over into Tom. You scared me. I glanced down into the dim vision I had. These aren't Tom's hands. I let out an almost silent scream and ran for the stairs on my hands and knees, scared and shaking. I felt my way to the top, locked the door and ran to the kids who were sat with Tom. He smiled. I was in the closet. What do we think of those? Do we like those? Like I said, a shout out to the listener who sent them in. Um, and if you do want to shout out yourself, send some stories or experiences of your own in. That isn't an issue. Um, you can send them in to either the Facebook page or the uh, Instagram page, or you can even email. So whichever is easiest. So the Facebook page and the Instagram page are both uh, named the same. And that is dark underscore and underscore spooky 666 so that's for both of them and then the email address is dark and spooky 13 at gmail.com so that's it for today's episode so stay spooky and i'll see you on another one mm -hmm.